With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio to open God's eternal Word and to study the Word of God together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're turning again today in our Bible to the book of Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse number 14, where the Word of God said, If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I said to you on yesterday, even though this verse of Scripture was written to Solomon and to the nation of Israel in response to Solomon's prayer of dedication for the temple. Here in this verse of Scripture, we find the golden text of the Bible for revival. I pointed out to you on yesterday, revivals are not found on the bargain table. God never marks down the price of them. I said to you that revivals do not come because of the personalities, the promotions, the programming, and the planning of men. No, but revival comes when God's people will follow the simple recipe of this verse of Scripture. Also, I pointed out to you that it's not that we're waiting on God, but in reality, it's God waiting on us. Verse number 14 begins with the word, If. God said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall do four things. Number one, humble himself. Number two, pray. Number three, seek my face. Number four, and turn from their wicked ways. God said, then, in that word, then is a time-related word. It simply means that God will not send revival until his people humble themselves and pray and seek his face and turn from their wicked ways. But it means that God will send revival immediately when they do humble themselves and pray and seek God's face and turn from their wicked ways. So we're looking at this verse of Scripture at God's recipe for revival. And there are three things I want to build upon over the next few days of the broadcast. First of all, in this verse of Scripture, we see the people of revival. God said, if my people. Second, we see the plan of revival. God said, if my people shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. And then thirdly, we're going to look at the promise of revival. God said, I will hear from heaven. I will 
forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. Let's go back to the first one today, and we'll look at the people of revival. I want to emphasize again that God does not send revival through the lost people. God does not reach into Hollywood or into the athletic world or into the political world and find somebody who is a man of personality and a man of might in his own abilities to use for revival. God could have done that had he chosen to do so, but that was not God's choice. God chose that in this dispensation of the church, he would send revival through his people. I said it on yesterday. May I repeat it again? When I stand in the pulpit and preach this in church buildings, as I have a number of times across this country, I say to them, it does not matter what's going on in the building to the left side of the church. And it does not matter what's going on in the building on the right side of the church or across the street from the church or behind the church. Those people out there will not make or break revival. May I say to you, my friend, that the drug culture and the drug addicts are not the hindering cause of revival. Let me say that the drinking crowd and the drunkards are not the hindering cause of revival. The harlots, the prostitutes, the fornicators, and the adulterers outside the church are not the problem that hinders revival in the church. No, my friend, those outside cannot make the revival and they cannot break it. But the people that God will work through to send revival are the people in that local church. God will work through his people. But then as I read that verse of Scripture, this thought comes into my mind. It's hard today to find somebody who does not claim to be one of God's children or God's people. It seemed like just about everywhere you go, everybody you witness to, they would say to you, yes, I'm a Christian. And yet most of them never go to church. They never read their Bible. They never witness, but they call themselves a Christian. As I got to looking at this, I believe there is a way in the Bible to identify God's people. There are some marks that the Bible places on God's people that will identify them to the lost and dying world and also identify it to God's people themselves. I want to notice three things on the broadcast today about God's people. May I say to you, first of all, God's people are a purchased people. We have been bought. That means that we do not belong to ourselves. We are the purchased possession of another. The word redeemed, as used many times in the New Testament, means to purchase by paying the price. And every person who is saved by the grace of God has been redeemed. We have been bought with the price. 
and we do not belong to ourselves. We belong to God. Let me just begin by asking, are you your own possession or do you belong to God? Do you rule as Lord in your own life or is Jesus Christ Lord of your own life? And I remind you, in your life, there is a throne and there is a tree. And if you are on the throne, you put Christ back on the tree. If you put yourself on the tree, then you can put Christ on the throne. In your life, there is a crown and there is a cross. And if you wear the crown as though you're sovereign in your own life, then you put Christ back on the cross. But if you put yourself on the cross, then you can crown Jesus Christ as Lord of Lords in your life. So God's people are a purchased people. We do not belong to ourselves. We have been purchased. Let me give you some scriptures. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 19 and verse number 20, the Bible said, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are His. You see, my friend, we have been bought with the price of the precious blood of the Son of God. And if you're saved, you do not belong to yourself. You are not your own. You're bought with a price, and you're to glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Again, the Bible mentions in the book of Acts chapter 20, in verse number 28, Paul is speaking to the elders of the church at Ephesus, and he said, Take heed to yourselves and to all the flock of God over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseer to feed the flock of God, listen, whom he purchased with his own blood. And again, the Bible said in the book of Ephesians, chapter number 1 and verse number 7, the Word of God said, In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of our sins, according to the riches of his grace. So, my friend, God purchased us with the blood of his own Son. Again, the Bible said in the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse number 14, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of our sins. And then the Bible said in the book of 1 Peter, chapter 1, and verse number 18, you're not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold from the vain conversation received by tradition from the elders, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb slain before the foundation of the world. My friend, I'm saying to you that if you're saved by the grace of God, you've been bought. God's people are a purchased people. We do not belong to ourselves. Our life 
is not our own. The members of our body does not belong to ourselves. We are to glorify God in our body and in our spirit, which are his. So, friend, one of the brand marks of a child of God, when God said, if my people, he's talking about a people that have been purchased by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've been redeemed. We've been bought and paid for with the price of the darling Son of God. So if you're going to identify yourself as one of God's people, then you must recognize your life is not your own. Your talents and your ability do not belong to you. Nothing that you have is yours. You are the purchased property of God Almighty. He paid the price of his son, and his son paid the price of his life and his blood on Calvary that you might be saved by the marvelous grace of God. Have you been purchased? I should ask you, have you ever put yourself on sale where God could purchase you? If not, he wants to save you today. Father, take the word. Use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry. God has been so good to us. We're now broadcasting on over 50 radio stations a day and then around the world several times a day by way of Internet and shortwave radio. And I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you until the next broadcast. Are you not-